Hey, everybody. It is Brandon Forsyth here. Thank you so much for joining us on the Everyday Saints podcast, where we are exploring what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus in everyday life. I am hanging out here for this episode with Ethan Orr. Ethan, you want to say hey? Hey, guys. It is awesome to have you. So, Ethan, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Uh, yeah, so my name is Ethan Orr, and I currently live in Spring, Texas right now. Um, I was born in Liberty Hill, which is somewhere near Austin. I moved here about when I was five years old. I have three sisters, two nieces, and one nephew, so big family. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Thank you very much, Ethan. So how did you get connected in with Northside, and what are some of the things that you do around here? Uh, so with Northside, um, my family moved here when I was five, and this was just the church they picked, and then it just kicked off being here ever since I was five. Are there any different ways you serve? I know that you're in the, the youth group, YG. Do you, do you serve in any ways around the church or anything like that? Uh, yes, I serve every Sunday in the children's department with kindergarten and first graders. And I also serve with playing acoustic guitar for YG uh, and adult worship. Awesome. That's great, man. So, hey, do you have, and this was not on your answer sheet or your question sheet, so I'm sorry about that, but any <laughs> any crazy stories about working with the kindergartners and first graders over there in children's ministry? Uh, not many crazy stories. There was this one time, though. Uh, I don't remember which kid it was, but they just left, and I couldn't find them, and it was very scary. Wow. That, did they eventually? Or yeah, just, found, found okay. them eventually. <laughs> So, hey, for any parents of young people that might be watching, uh, that means they left the room and some amazing volunteer, because the whole building's on lockdown for your children's safety, <laughs> quickly found that child. Hey, I didn't. I asked a random question. I didn't know what was going to come up. Thank you. So, we're, we're the whole season, we are talking about seeking God, how everyday saints can seek God in different ways. And, and I'm going to ask you just straight out, how would you define seeking God when you hear me say that? Uh, when you when I hear you say the define seeking God, what comes to mind particularly is uh, lifestyle. Uh, for me, is seeking God is more of a lifestyle because um, if you're actively seeking God, part of not just something you do. When you define seeking God as a lifestyle, it helps you see where in life that you are living out this lifestyle and where in life you're not. Okay, so it's just like this almost this state of being where you're just trying to seek God in the way that you think and the ways that you're looking around. Is that yes? Yeah. Hey, that's beautiful, man. So why does seeking God matter to your life as a young man? Uh, for me, seeking God matters in my life as a lifestyle. Was that the question? Or why does, it, why does just the idea of seeking God matter to you? Uh, the idea of seeking God matters is because um, it, it's, there's more into it than like, just like participating. Mm-hmm. Like when you're seeking out something, like you're actively uh, like, um, going towards it and like motivated to seek it out. I like that. I like that. There's there's some intention behind it. Like you you're not just sitting back soaking it all in. You're 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 like, hey, I think that this matters. I'm gonna go after it. That's that's cool, man. I appreciate appreciate that definition. So as you look back, um, how long? And I know that you've been because your family is is faithful. I know you've been a Christian like your whole life. But how long have you been what you would call actively seeking God? And what what did that journey look like? How'd you begin it? Um, so I've always been believing in God, but what particularly was my defining moment, I would say, like between like believing God because that's how I was raised mm-hmm. and then believing in God because I personally believe and like I have a passion for him 
was my first year at CIY. It was eighth grade to freshman year summer. And that was just, it was the first moment that I was able to like experience God's presence like on my own, mm. in my own like personal space. And it was away from like other influences. It was just my first time experiencing him like personally. That's awesome, man. So I, I was a student minister for 13 years, so I went probably 12 of those years to CIY. And for those of you guys that do not know, CIY is, stands for Christ and Youth. And they have a high school conference that I think that you're talking about called MOVE. And it's, it's essentially a week where students from all over the nation get together and just, right, they, they praise God like crazy. They have powerful speakers. Um, what was it about? I know that there's incredible worship. What was it about that CIY do you remember that really was where you started to feel like, hey, this is a, this is a real thing, this, this relationship that I have with God? Do you, does anything stand out in particular? Um, something that stood out was that I don't remember specifically what the – um, sermon was about, but I remember what it made me feel, and what it made me feel was, I started to realize like what my actions were, and like how that affects like my like um, path with God, mm. and so that's what really like started like it kicked my mind to thinking like oh like these are some sins I'm doing, and it, it just it clicked in my mind. I like that man. Hey, I people of all age need to hear what you're talking about that that realization when. Oh, hey, the the choices I'm making, the actions I'm taking, they're having consequences, and some of those are impacting negatively my relationship with God. And so, I need to do something about that. That's that's good stuff, man. So, what we're we're trying to just have conversations with people about obviously seeking God, but what's the most difficult aspect of seeking God for you? Um, definitely the most difficult would definitely be consistency with like um, Bible app. I've always had issues with like keeping that rhythm of just doing my diva every day and sp- particularly doing it in the morning because I've noticed that when I don't do it in the morning, like my day soft starts off bad, which then leads to a not very good day. And so that that's probably the hardest part for me was to consistently be in God's word in the morning. Man, I appreciate that. And that's, so I have the same experience in that I can tell totally like black and white difference in a day that I started with God and a day that I do not. And so I'm, I, I made the commitment a few years back, like, hey, this this has to be an everyday thing. And I love that that's, that's something that you're working on, that you're wrestling with. Do you have, I know this is kind of a random question that, that was out there for you. Do you ever, do you have a, like, a, an epic fail moment when you were trying to seek God one time that you could think of? It's it's okay if you do not, because that would be great for you. Um, Like, they're not, nothing specific, but there's one time that I went, like, almost a month without doing a Devo, and that ha- magically was like one of the worst months of my life. Mm. And so it's kind of like, Oh yeah, that's probably why that's good stuff. I, so one of my, one of my fails was just this wrestling match I had, uh, as a young minister, cause I've worked here now for 22 years and I used to let my job as in writing Bible studies and lessons and teachings be my Bible study. And like that went on for so many years and I, and I just, I feel so dumb. I was like this slap your head moment that I was like, Hey, wait, I probably like everyone else who has a job need to <laughs> sacrifice some time from my life to really focus in on God where it's just this intimate relational thing where, for he and I, and it, it, I'm sure I'm the, the, the fail moment for me is it took like 10 years to figure that out. <laughs> but, uh, but it is, I'm, I'm just like what you're talking about. It has changed my life starting every single day in God's word. And so I think that's, that's hugely important. And for those of y'all that don't know, uh, Ethan had mentioned this. Thank you for throwing this out there. You version 
is the Bible app that he is talking about. If you don't have version, you can find it in any Play Store. I don't work for them. I don't get money for saying this, but like it is amazing. And Ethan is even one of my friends on the version Bible app. And you can you can have friends. You can do devo- devotionals together. It is a, it's a great way to get connected into Christian community around the Bible. So, Ethan, one of the reasons that you're sitting at the table here with me today is um, because I was having a conversation with people. I think Cody was one of them. And your name popped up because we were talking about this season. Hey, who are some people in different stages of life that are seeking God? And you are somebody, like you've already talked about, that has had a fairly, I know you're working on it, but a fairly consistent rhythm of prayer for a young high school, which is awesome, um, of digging into God's word, which is a beautiful thing. Um, So what has worked for you? in developing your relationship with God? Uh, one particular thing, which is probably, I'd say the most helpful thing that's kept me like, not like completely falling through, like a kind of a safety net was that anytime I had like some sort of problem in life, before I'd like go talk about it, because um, if I didn't talk, if I don't talk about it, it just builds up. Mm-hmm. So before I go to a friend and talk about it, I pray about it. And so what I did was it built a habit of depending on God more first before going to a friend. I love that. Talking man. about it. That is great. And it, and it also like it prepares you to talk to that friend. And also I, your friends will see that when you say, Hey, what's, what's he doing? Hey, I just, and I need to pray about this for a second. One of the things uh, very similar that I committed to a few years back was I would often, you know, just in passing with people, I would get prayer requests. I'd hear these things. We'd be out in public at lunch. and I'd be, oh, man, I'll be praying for you. And a lot of times I would, but I'm human. Sometimes I would forget to pray for them, and that made me feel like garbage. And so now I just, hey, can I pray for you right now? Like, right, so we're, if we're in a, in, on a sidewalk outside, if we're in a mall, if we're in a restaurant, anywhere, it's just like, hey, can I, can I pray for you? And I've tried to just actively be praying with people, and that has been something that's been really good for me as well. So is there anything that you've tried that has not worked when it came to seeking God? Uh, yes. On the, <laughs> on the flip side of the first thing I said was, is one thing I used to do is, like with Bible apps particularly, is I would wait until I could wait for one of my friends. And so what would happen is I would not do it. I'd put it off, be like, oh, mm. I'll wait to do it with my friends. Oh, they're not, they're not able to do it. I'll just wait again. I kept waiting and waiting. And eventually that did not work very well. Dude, that, that is, this is great. You're giving us great advice. Like, and so, hey, it's great to do it in community, but don't let that be yet another excuse to not do it. So that's, that is really good stuff. Uh, how has seeking God through Bible study and prayer specifically, because I know that those are important things for you, how has that changed your life? Um, one thing it's changed my life is, um, particularly with reading into the Bible, is I don't remember much of it, but what I do remember is, there's like certain verses that I save on the Bible app that like impact me. And so when I'm like going through something is I can go back and look at all those verses I highlighted. And then that's basically kind of like one thing in particular that comes up is Ephesians six. Mm-hmm. And like, I kind of use that as like my armor. Good stuff, man. So this is a, this is a pretty intense. I know you saw it on the questions. This is a pretty intense question I'm about to ask. I'm excited to, to hear from you on this because um, it seems like you're a thoughtful guy. When you are seeking God's face, when you're praying to him, you know, you had said, hey, before I go talk to my friends, I often I'll pray so that I'll, I'll have something wise for, to say to them. When you feel like God is talking to you, how do you know that it is something good and godly 
or something that might be like from your either, like we all got it, like your selfish flesh nature or even the enemy, Satan himself. Like how do you, how do you differentiate when something pops up that you know that this is from God? Um, honestly, I'm going to be completely honest that I, I don't think I truly know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. But what I think is the answer is if the answer is given to you, like without any effort put in, it's probably not God. Because to get God's answer, you have to kind of seek it out and like actively try to find that answer. Hey, that's, you're saying you don't have the answer. That's a pretty good answer. (laughs) If it just seems so easy and simple for you, I mean, that, that dude, you actually named one of the ones that I use too. If it seems too simple and I, and, and, and my selfish self really likes the answer that just popped into my brain, I'm like, yeah, that's probably not from the Lord. And, and I think you, you know, this one too. Another one for me would be uh, I know that scripture is unchanging and when I am reading it well in its context uh, and something I have in my mind that popped in is different from that or goes against that, I know that my mind's wrong and that's not something that came from God. So who has been, uh, over the course of your life, who's been the biggest inspiration or influence for you when it comes to your journey of seeking God? Um, particularly when, um, when the, the, I read this question, uh, three people popped in my mind. Uh, first one was Jeff Eastman. Mm. Uh, second one was Cody Morris. Cody's, <laughs> Cody's on sound right now, so we're looking at him. Oh. <laughs> and then the third one was my dad. And what each of these did was uh, Jeff is my YG leader in um, high school. So uh, he's, just, he's always been there for me. Like He checks up on me and uh, just helps me, guide, guides me through my um, spiritual path. Mm. And then with Cody... Uh, in particular, um, I always feel like I, he relates to me and that I'm, I'm comfortable going to him with issues and problems. And I feel like he has um, biblical educated so he can properly educate me on how I can go through my spiritual journey. Cody is very excited right now that, that Ethan thinks he's biblically educated. He is. <laughs> he is. But he's, he's, it shows. <laughs> All right. How about your dad? Who's Daniel? Yeah. My dad, Daniel Orr. A lot of people probably know him. Uh what he's done is uh, he always has opened up the house to be open for Jesus and always welcoming, um, just growing in Jesus. That's, that is beautiful. You got a good list, man. Shout out Jeff Eastman. That's my boy right there. And yeah, Cody's all right. And <laughs> your dad, uh, Daniel, or uh, often leads worship around different spaces in Northside. And you know, one of the things I'll give a little shout out to your dad too. Uh, one of the things I love about him is just when he is leading worship, man, it, it's full. It's you just his whole being and heart and soul is into it. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. I think he does well leading people to the throne of Jesus Christ. So those are some, those are some amazing spiritual influences. Uh, What advice would you give to people who are wanting to seek God's face through spiritual disciplines like Bible study and prayer? What advice would you give to them? Um, What I wrote down for this one is that uh, just remember that, um, seeking Jesus is a kind of a lifestyle. And one thing that, that could help you with that is to build a habit out of um, your dis- the spiritual disciplines you want to have. And so well, the way I would recommend is building it off of a current habit that you do daily. Like no matter what you do this daily. For example, like wake up in the morning. You always will wake up in the morning. Yep. <laughs> you eat lunch. So like with these habits, like they're guaranteed every day. And so what you can do with that is um, kind of like compound habits. And so you'll 
do your discipline directly after you wake up or directly after you eat lunch. And then that will help you build up a habit because it's compounding because your brain will click and be like, oh, I'm having lunch. After this, I'm going to do my Bible study or listen to worship music. And so it just helps you build up that habit. I love compound habits. Are, are you 17? Yes, sir. 17 years old, dropping truth and wisdom all over the place in here. Ethan, that, that's amazing, man. And I, I'll, I'll give you the floor here. This is no, no specific question, but do you have any final thoughts, last words? Uh, I'm, I'm an open book, so do you have an, a critique of me? Is there something I can do to be better at interviewing people? Whatever, whatever you want, man. We're closing it down. You got the floor. Um, last thing I would say is when seeking God, just doing one little thing makes a dramatic difference. Like if you're having trouble like starting, the first thing you can do is just tell yourself every day, like I read the Bible or I'm going to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help like trick your brain to believing it's going to read the Bible. and It's going to make doing these disciplines way easier. I love that, brother. I it changed it changed my life. And I think it was four, four and a half years ago. I made the basically a vow. I made a commitment like nothing before God. And so, you know, I, I try not to get distracted. I, I'm going to start the day off with him, prayer and Bible study. And it's, it's changed my life. So I love I love the advice that you've given here today, man. You did an excellent job on this interview. Uh, this is Everyday Saints, our podcast. This I have been sitting here having a great conversation on Seeking God with Ethan Orr. Thank you so much for being here. Want to encourage everybody. We got something on our Northside Spring YouTube channel called Equip Clips. And these are short two to three minute videos. And they have all kinds of ideas on things that Ethan was talking about here today. There's even one of the videos on how to use the YouVersion Bible app. There's how to pray, different types of prayer. There's all kinds of things. These are absolutely free of charge. Um, They are on our YouTube channel, so you can check those out. We would love for you guys to check those. Um, If you wouldn't mind, if you're not subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe on whatever platform that you're looking on. If you want to give us a five-star rating, that would be excellent. We want to get the good word out about about seeking God. Ethan helped us with that today. Thank you guys so much for being here. We will see y'all later. Bye.